welcome back to Feedback Loop. Uh, this is the podcast with, with me, Jeremy. And I'm Joey. Uh, and we, we discuss music albums. This week we listen to Feel Your Feelings, Fool by The Regrets. Uh, Jeremy's choice. It was my choice. Uh, I added it to the list, um, mostly because the, the, the previous album that we listened to uh, feel or, or no, love it, love it. I almost just repeated myself. Love it, love it by Nana <laughs> Grizzle uh, had a similar kind of guitar-driven, almost punky kind of pop feel, and that that was just kind of yeah. a connection that I drew at the last second that I thought would be uh, an interesting thing to follow through. Um, also, I I like this album. I'll I'll talk more about uh, I guess my current stance on the album because it it may or may not have changed at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to get that out of the way. Uh, so I'm not going to really go into why I, I heard this album when it came out. Uh, it was 2017. It's a very like pop punk feel, I guess, in a way. Definitely. Probably more towards the, the punk in that it's not super polished. It's kind of, kind of California, like surfer rock punk stuff. Uh, oh, oh my God. I got so much surf from this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very much that. Um, there's 15 songs on this album, uh, 46 minutes. Technically, there's 16 songs because there's a hidden bonus track, but we will uh, get to that in due time. As far as album art goes... I do, I will say... Yeah. No, no. Uh, I was just going to say 15 songs, technically 16 at 46 minutes. Yeah. I really like the short songs. It's, very, like, it's, it's all short it's songs. Nice. It's Most of the songs are below three minutes. Uh, the ones that are above three minutes are like three and a half minutes, and then there's the bonus yeah. uh, track at the end. But yeah, very short album. But yeah, the 16 album songs art. in 46 minutes. But the album art, uh, it, it has the regrets in kind of a written font uh, with some thick lettering, but that's not necessarily important. The, the draw of the album art is that there is a cake that has been cut open. It's a white cake. It looks like it's, it's actually a pink cake with white icing. On a pedestal that has a slice out of it, and the band is sitting slash laying on top of it. It's very like pastel. You can see the blue sky yeah. in the in the background uh, with some clouds, and it says "Feel your feelings, fool," which I think is a strong message. Uh, I kind of like it, like the whole fact of uh, it's not to go too much into uh, like themes of the album or anything, but it's a very kind of stereotypically girly album like album yes. cover yes that is a very and good point uh, they're not that at all uh, for for someone who has listened to this album and we'll, we'll definitely get into this like you said uh it it is very like uh i don't want to say feminist because it's it's become such a like negative word i think but it's it's very yeah. female empowerment right um so so that's kind of the the overarching theme of a lot of the songs uh so with that i think we can go right into it the uh the first track on the album is i don't like you i don't like you nice opening track it's a very very nice welcome way to bring it in uh it's actually a very high energy track a lot of the the tracks on this album are going to be but uh it's it's got a, a nice like driving guitar to it uh, for me, this is kind of a recurring thing throughout the album, and why I like it is the drums. There are a lot of like oh energetic God. fills. There's a lot of use of the ride cymbal in the song and and throughout the album. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a sucker for for ride cymbals. 
Uh, so, so I really enjoy the, the instrumentation of the drums, I guess, throughout this album. Uh, this song specifically. Yeah, I, re- I really should have looked up looked up the drummer because yeah, uh, that Max. is in all of my notes. Yeah, I, sh- I uh, I'll pull that up while we're kind of discussing this, but um, the uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be looking this up because you can hear my keyboard clicking. We're doing this oh, podcast. No, uh, we should have probably addressed. We're doing this podcast during the middle of uh, the the COVID nineteen coronavirus outbreak. We're on social distancing rules and actually just passed in our state today uh, strict like stay at home. Uh, orders, yeah. I suppose. So we're doing this uh, digitally, virtually. We're sheltering in place. We're sheltering in place. So uh, I'm in my office with my computer, uh, with my loud clicky keyboard, and Joey is. And I'm in, I'm in my kitchen with uh, my Xbox mic hooked up to my phone. <laughs> yeah, we're we're making do. So apologies for the quality. But uh, the the drummer is Max Mirando. Uh, I don't think he's actually their current drummer anymore. I think he left the band before their second album. Um, but yeah, very, very... It, it, I don't want to say drum forward, but uh, the drums stand out to me as, as being like... It, it's very energetic. And it's yeah. fun to and hear. That, like, that goes with the whole type of music, which is yeah. great. That's true. It I just drives to all the songs this, for like punky, like surfer rock kind of stuff. Uh, so maybe that's something we can get into uh, at some point. But uh, I, I, I dig it. I dig it a lot. Uh, lyrically, Me too. I don't like you. The song is uh, pretty simply about someone who, who's maybe falling out of love, right? Or someone that, that yeah. was in a relationship that's starting to see that like that's that's not the way. Uh, it's been, and I think that's a recurring theme. We'll get to as it comes up. Um, a lot of this, well, we'll save that till the end. Uh, we don't need to, to talk too much about the album as a whole. Um, but yeah, so the songs, it's "I Don't Like You," it, "I I'm Done," "I'm Sick of You," yeah. kind of in a way. Uh, and I I don't know. Like it was a good thing to open on. Yeah, because like you said, it kind of is a theme. To where I guess you can have feelings for somebody or about somebody, and they completely change, and Absolutely. that's just a thing that happens. Yeah, and and so like the the whole song is like, yeah, I said I loved you, or yeah, I said I was into you, but uh, I changed my mind. I'm not into you, and, yeah. and that's okay. It's it's a very like young love kind of thing, I think. Which is a which focus. they seem pretty young, so yeah. I don't know their ages uh, on this album. I think they're they were about our age, maybe a little younger. Um, but uh, don't quote me on that. I'll so, quote you. <laughs> quote me all over the internet for saying that uh, Lydia, the singer for Regrets, is my age, but you don't know my age, so it's fine. So you're uh, right. <laughs> going into the next track, uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to keep a good pace this time yeah. and not get too derailed. Also, the music's a bit simpler, uh, but well, again, that's something for the end of the album. Uh, a living human girl, track two, starts off with like a quartet esque acapella thing. Uh, I'm, Definitely, I'm, I'm a big it's got fan some of 50s that. All over. Yeah, I don't know why, but like layered vocals and acapella stuff, I'm a fan of when it's done. Uh, in maybe a not like 
super acapella way, if that makes sense. And that, like, man, uh, I, I don't know if I would go to an acapella competition. I would listen to that all day. But uh, I like it when it's in music that normally wouldn't have it. But I love barbershop quartets, acapella. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So, like, a lot of the older 30s, 20s, you know, that genre or that style of, like, doo-wop and stuff, I I could listen to all day. Uh, So so maybe maybe I would go to an acapella competition, but I I feel like it's been, and, and maybe this is just me being pretentious, but I feel like it's been bastardized a little bit. Uh, with modern acapella like uh i mean i i saw the pentatonics live and i wasn't super into it uh so oh but that's that's for that's not here we're getting sidetracked and by we <laughs> the song starts off with some of that acapella stuff uh and it, it's very 50s like you said uh i i really like her voice throughout this whole track me too um, and, and throughout this album, I think she has a good a good voice, a good fit for the music. But uh, this track, notably, I, I enjoyed kind of her vocal stylings, if you will. Uh, See, and that that's something I kind of thought about is it's like she can sing classic, but she also has a really good kind of rocky type voice. Yeah, which she she can get rough. It's like she chooses to do that. Yeah, absolutely, and I I think it's it's great. For the music, and it's it's good to stand out with that uh, ability, I guess. Uh, and then at at some point in this track, I should have put more specific uh, timing on my in my notes. But the the drums come in with some cool fills, and it's it's just I love the drums in this track. And I'm gonna try not to say it, but I'm gonna say it on every track. I love the drums. It's just well, on every track you don't say it, I'm gonna say it. Yeah, it's it's such a fun drum. I I play drums for those who don't know. Or I have played. I own two drum sets. Uh, drumming is my thing, my my musical instrument of choice. Uh, and it, to to listen to it, obviously you can listen to it and enjoy the drums without being a drummer. But it adds another layer of coolness, I think, if you you kind of like are able to to place it in a a more, a more personal uh, experience. I guess being able to to hear the drums and imagine what's going on and, and kind of like admiring it from from that perspective um see from my perspective it's just somebody going nuts behind (laughs) yeah which is fair i mean that's what drumming stuff it's very it's that's a discussion for another day we're gonna we're gonna stop doing that but yeah it's good drums i love it there's a lot of cool fills um lyrically this uh i i enjoy it it's kind of a feminist anthem or a, a female empowerment anthem. Uh, yeah. But it's also not. It, it's her, The song is a living human girl. She's just saying how she is as a, as a girl. But really, they're, they're pretty human things, right? They're, it's just... Yeah. They're, they're girly in context of unrealistic expectations of quote-unquote men, right? Who, who try to box what women are. And, and it and label it and say no you can't have armpit hair you know whatever because you're a woman uh so really it's it's about being human from the perspective of a girl which i think is very empowering uh and i think that's why I like this, this album that's a theme throughout this album is she's a fucking girl but that doesn't mean she's not a human or that she she's subpar in some ways um what 
what I thought was kind of cool about this song, I mean, this album, this song in particular, is like, so they have all these songs that are like, I'm just going to exist and live as a girl, which I mean, I'm not super qualified to <laughs> yeah. bash gender norms, whatever. But they do it all in a 50s music style, which is like, yeah. historically the most like, you're going to stay home. It's oppressive. You're gonna- it's an oppressive time period. Like, I just like how they, I don't even know if they thought about that while they were doing it, but it's oh, just they something I noticed did. that I thought was cool. Yeah, so uh, I don't remember which music video. I've seen a few of them. I should have uh, watched some leading up to this, but there's one of them specifically that, that's kind of like, the whole setting is like a 50s dance kind of a thing. So I, I think they were aware of their sound lining up with kind of those uh, societal norms in the timeline. Uh, which I think it, it's it's another layer of awareness and another cool factor of this. Specifically with this song, I, I like the ending lyrics of it. She says, uh, I fall in love with people once a day, but if you ask me out, I'm still allowed to say, no way. And it uh, kind of lines up with the previous track, and it also sets up for uh, what I think is the rest of this album to be... Uh, her kind of saying, like, yeah, I feel things, and they change from day to day. Uh, I fall in love with people once a day. Like, every day, there's someone new for me that I'm just head over heels for. But that doesn't mean I can't say no to you. That doesn't mean I love everyone at all at all times. Uh, so yeah. it, it, it's kind of this dichotomy of uh, that, that sets up the rest of the album as love songs, but also songs about not loving someone specifically and and with that the third song uh hey now it's a love song kind of it's very like hey kind of like what i was saying in the previous track it you have fancies of people uh but now that i got that out of the way you're cute let's date it's very much uh coming off of that like i don't want to date you transitioning into yeah I want to date you. You're cute. And it's very like teenage. It's just continuing the last, the last theme of that song. It's like, well, there's some, sometimes when I don't want to, I fall in love, but sometimes I do. So, Hey now. Yeah. So, Hey now, (laughs) uh, I noted more ride symbols with exclamation point in this track because there's so much ride in it. And I, I love it. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's continuing that the, the, exploration of what I imagine to be a teenage girl's feelings or a young woman's feelings. Uh, and, and this is the, the high point. It's the love song, which I don't and have that's a lot. The thing, like talking, talking about what, what you can assume are teenage girl's feelings. I don't know. Right. I've never known that. You've never been teenage girls. A, yeah. Never in my life have <laughs> I been a teenager. So I can only imagine some of like, I'm not the target demographic, I guess for this album. Sure. And, like, I know I've been more lyric in previous times we've talked, whatever. Yeah, I mean, we're coming off of arguably the most relatable album for you, and going to something which is possibly the least relatable to you. But, like, it surprised me how, like, I can still with plenty of things on the more than I would have thought so, but, like, I have so many, it made me pay attention to the music, and I really on this album. Yeah, I I like the feel of the album for sure. 
Like this song, I'd put her on a playlist. Hell yeah. I was driving around earlier listening to the song. It was just like... <laughs> yeah, it's there's a lot of energy. The next track, Hot, it's uh, kind of an anti-love song following <laughs> up the love song, uh, tying back to the theme of young love and being able to tell someone no that she kind of yeah. uh, covered in track two. It seems to be about someone who thinks they're hot shit and can't possibly gotcha. understand why the singer doesn't want anything to do with them. Which, unfortunately, is a thing that fucking happens a lot. Yeah, but it's... Like, I've known so many people like that. Yeah, no, it, it happens a whole lot. Uh, especially, like, in high school, right? There's the oh, cool yeah. kids that, like, that think they're so cool. And it's good to hear some the other perspective where it's like, how are you such a shitty person? Yeah. Like, how are you so self-obsessed that you think that, oh yeah, everybody just loves you? Yeah, and, and more specifically, I think, in the context that how could you possibly think that any girl you want is just going to want to date you? Or whatever. Yeah, happens. and how like, can you think that that's an acceptable thing? Yeah. you think that makes you more attractive? Do you think that's confidence? That's not confidence. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. just being shitty. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's a good message, uh, especially to younger women that, like, d- it, it kind of, like, returns to that say no. Like, tell, tell, just be yourself, be honest, don't, uh, don't do things you don't want to do, right? Don't feel pressured into to doing that shit. Which, again, not super relatable to us being, uh, you know... The, the, the men that we are, the manly men with no feminine yeah. qualities. Uh, Definitely. None <laughs> at all. Yeah. Uh, and there's a cool breakdown in the song, musically, I noted. Uh, I put a timestamp, but I don't want to go too crazy with sharing music. I'm going to share something on the next track. Uh, but there there is a... It's a very cool song. I like it. Uh, go listen to it. There's a breakdown around two minutes. That uh, It's not really a breakdown, I guess. It's It's more of like a pause in the song. They do that a lot in this album, I think, uh, where they'll, they'll play a song, and, and it's probably a, a factor of the genre, but uh, they'll play a song in a certain style and then kind of stop it and leave just vocals or just drums and vocals and then kind of kick right back into it with a big punch. The next track... So Seashore. Seashore. Track five, three and a half minutes, one of the longer tracks... This was the uh, lead single from this album, I believe, and it's the first oh, song shit. that I ever heard from them. Uh, it, it's it's a very cool song. It's very like surf rocky in a way, but it also has it, it's it's introduced with like a very simple guitar riff that kind of goes through it. It's just like a plucky like dunk 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 that kind of that kind of iterates through it. Uh, there's more ride in the chorus. I love that ride symbol. Every track. Oh, yeah. It's good. Uh, very simple. That was the first thing I wrote, was like the groove of the chorus. Yeah, it's it's very groovy. That's a good word for this album, I think. A lot of the tracks have a good groove and feel to them. And just, I like the lyrical content of this song. Too. Yeah, just like it's, it's... Talking I, about not being taken seriously... And everybody's like, oh, well, you can't do this, you can't. Right, it's it's another female empowerment ballad, for lack of better words. Kind of like, it, it's from the perspective of her being tired of being talked down to. And being told, you know, yeah. this is what you can't do, because you're a woman. Uh, there is a very cool solo, and I'm actually going to play uh, a snippet here 
to because I I love the solo and I think this is the first like guitar solo that stood out to me on this album. I don't know if it's the first one on the album. Uh, it's the first one that I noted on this album. Uh, but here's that sample. <laughs> so good it's it's very it like surfy. it's very west coast kind of surfy and i love it uh got some yeah, cool it's effects. like some dick dale something yeah yeah for sure uh i i just i enjoy that solo a lot and that that when i went back to this album uh for the podcast i didn't remember there being guitar solos period nonetheless really cool ones <laughs> And uh, I'll kind of get to that at the end when we talk about the album, why I think that is. But but yeah, it's a cool cool solo. Very it's a cool track. It's it's their lead single. Uh, you've probably heard it if you've heard of the Regrets. If not, that's probably a good introduction to them because uh, it, it gets the lyrical content of being like female empowerment kind of thing, but also like yeah. a lot of cool stuff musically going on. That even if you don't necessarily relate to the lyrics, you can enjoy. Maybe that will suck you in, so you can start to think about the lyrics. Yeah, and then kind of it's a it's a, it's a gateway track, perhaps, to other greater things. The next track, Juice Box Baby. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's track six. We're we're not at the halfway point yet, um, but tying back to something that I've said previously. Towards the middle of an album, it's hard to stay interesting, uh, I think. Or, or maybe that's just where the, the less interesting songs uh, stick out. This, to me, wasn't a super notable song. Uh, she's Falling really? Back in Love. It's another love song. Kind of riding mm-hmm. the wave of ups and downs of, like, I, I love you, I don't love you, I love you, I don't love you. It's kind of a love track. See, I think since I was the song... I guess the album from like the lyrical way that I would their albums. I really like this song. Interesting. I like the driving guitars. Yeah. I really like just, it's just a nice short and sweet cheese song that kind of breaks it up. Like it starts a little spoken yeah. talking about like, Oh, I just took a sip of my juice box. And then <laughs> yeah. Right it's in. very like indie punk that just goes right into it. And the beginning part, car, it reminds me Tom Petty's American Girl. Yeah, I can like, see that. Just something about it. Let's let's play a, a little bit of that song. I, I know I played a lot of that solo in the last track, but no one's listening to this. We're not going to get copyright stricken. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit of the the intro to that track here. Let's get it. I just drink a sip of my juice box. I'm ready to go. just it's there's something kind of top yeah yeah it's like, it's, it's kind of like bright guitar yeah sounding. 
uh, not super like twangy per se, but it's 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 in them highs. It's clean. It's got the the simple like driving drum beat, like you said. Yeah, it's it's a fun track. Uh, I felt like this was kind of the fall off point for me in the middle of the album. Um, kind of this song. I had that, but it didn't. Oh, interesting. It w- was it later in the album then? It was a few songs. A few, a few songs from now, but it wasn't for the rest of the album. Right. We'll, yeah. we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, in that vein, Till Tomorrow is the next song. It's more of an on-brand love song for them, I think, given yeah. the state of the rest of the album, whereas Juicebox Baby is just kind of like, I'm in love, I love these things. This one is more about uh, testing the waters, I think, expressing interest, and uh, seeing what happens with it. Uh, and it, it kind of reminded me, calling back to the the Love It, Love It album by Nana Grizzle, it has a very much just like, do it, just do it and see what happens kind of feel to me. Which is a good good mindset. Yes. Like, one thing that I really liked about this song is I kind of thought this song was, it was kind of par for the course. Yeah. I, I like the message, but music, it was kind of just there but right. the drums and the chorus are just they're hard they're hard hitting and they're they just they make me listen and it's it's just cool yeah the drums i, lo- I love the drums in the cell <laughs> it's it makes <laughs> uh the music more interesting uh not that it needed to necessarily yeah. but yeah this like i said is kind of the midpoint of the album we're on track seven of 16 so not exactly but close enough uh, and it, it feels like the music's just kind of getting samey a little bit. There's a lot of repetition of lyrics in this track as well, which I'm not super crazy about the the very very repetitive stuff usually. Um, but there there's a lot of fun like snare work I think on the drums that kind of tie this one together and gives it a good groove. The next track on track eight. Track eight, pale skin. This is the halfway what do you point. Think about this song? I really enjoy this song okay this is my favorite song yeah it's this is one of my two favorite songs i think on this album uh immediately in my notes i put are we on the same album because it's (laughs) it goes from this high octane kind of like cheery fun like upbeat surf rock uh to what has a very spacey intro to a song, oh, yeah. and then the guitar comes in, and it's kind of dark. There's a lot of like echoey vocals. This track is very much out of place, I think, from the rest of the album. But it's good. It's out of place in the best so have way. You ever heard Perfect Confusion? I have not. Oh, it's Cage the Elephant, but before they changed their name, everybody in Cage, right. and their style was. But this song reminds me so much of like their album. And I love that album. Interesting. Maybe we should so, put that on the list. Like, I, I'm a fan of Cage the Elephant, yeah. so that might be fun to go back to. Uh, but yeah, so there's like there's layered vocals. It's a very atmospheric track uh, overall. It, it comes in right when I felt the album was getting a bit too generic. So it, it caught me off guard in the best way. That it was just like, yeah, we're changing shit up. Uh, it, it has another cool guitar solo. Really, everything about this track... It just comes out of left field, and it's just cool. 
it's cool as fuck uh which i think is needed kind of in the middle of this album so if this isn't my favorite track it's the second favorite um i don't know if i actually noted a favorite track but i feel like there was another track uh at the towards the end of this album that i i might call my favorite i'm gonna guess which one it is one of Okay, we'll see if you guess right. Uh, the next track, Lacey Lou, right back into kind of the upbeat stuff. Uh, the mm-hmm. song song is uh, more about wanting to run a- away with a lover, which again, back to love. You know, it's this whole album is kind of like experiencing the emotions of a teenage girl, or or what I am led to believe are the emotions of a teenage girl. And, and this one's just about, like, wanting to get away, going with your lover, or whoever, and just getting the fuck out of town, and seeing what happens. Yeah, this song, it has a very, I don't want to say Bonnie and Clyde, because there's no crimes being committed, but it's <laughs> kind of just like, let's run away together. Yeah. Like, it's a vibe that I get from Houndmouth, which I really like Houndmouth, and, uh, like, it's just, I don't know, it makes me want to drive yeah. far away. Yeah, yeah. And I like that type of song. It's very wanderlusty, I suppose. Um, there we go. I like that. <laughs> there, there's a lot of fun musical stuff in this track, uh, and then the the music cuts out at some point and leaves just the drums pounding behind the vocals, like I kind of mentioned earlier, that I, I enjoy that kind of like change up. Uh, and it also ends on another solo. It, it's another notable solo. There, there's a lot of solos towards the end of this album that I noted that are are, it's just it's something that i didn't remember being in this album but again we can kind of get into that later the next track head in the clouds track 10 we're powering through almost to the end and by that i mean we're two-thirds through Uh, (laughs) it's it's kind of a a punky sounding track it's it's a bit more punky uh but it also kind of transitions to this dreamy bit that's kind of more floaty uh so it's interesting musically uh there is a monologue in this track in, in a way where the singer is talking about uh, something that her friend experienced, I guess. And I'm generally not a fan of songs doing this, uh, having like a weird monologue in the middle because it, it not because I don't know why, but it reminds me of, in my opinion, the worst part of Taylor Swift's shake it off where she does the same <laughs> Uh, I'm a fan of Taylor Swift uh, in general, I think, but uh, that is the worst part of that song, is, is just her like breaking it out and being all talkative. The monologue in this song is is kind of directed to a guy that her friend wants to date because he's like peacocking around and, and like I don't know, and I guess it's the song kind of is that like tying back to that friend wants to date. Or not, like, necessarily a friend throughout the rest of the album. But, like, someone that's, like, being cool and kind of tying back to that wanting to date them, maybe, kind of a thing. Um, but Yeah. Yeah, at the end of it, she, See, she says, just is... feel your feelings, fool. And that's where the... Yeah, the, the it's title. the name of the album. Yeah, it's where the album title comes from. They said the thing. They said the thing. <laughs> but this is where, uh, this is actually where I hit my mid-album slump. I can feel that. I can. I can That's see one. that. It. It's not a super interesting but it was a short track one. musically. It is short. It is uh, two minutes and three seconds long, which isn't the shortest track, but it's close to the shortest. It's the second shortest track 
on this album. Yeah, the other one's like under a minute. What's that juice? Oh, wait, there's Baby? there's three of them. Yeah, so Juice Box Baby was a minute and fifty one. Uh, this track is two minutes and three seconds. There's one more track later in the album that's uh, sub two minutes. Uh, yeah, I can I can definitely understand. This one's not as interesting musically. And like I said, it has a weird talkative part that I'm not really a fan of in music anyway. Uh, so that, that makes sense. Usually... Going on to the next track, How It Should Be. It's another slow song. It's not as dark as Pale Skin. It could be related, I think, to the, the prior song. Uh, about It's kind of about finding value and being alone instead of being dependent on someone. Uh, which I think is very good. It's, it's something that I'm a big like proponent of. I, I think everyone needs to kind of find value in themselves before worrying about a relationship. Uh, especially Definitely, because then you're just going to fuck it up. Yeah, if, if you can't like... like live with yourself then you're definitely not going to be able to live with someone else exactly uh, i, I noted again uh sorry to cut you off uh ride symbol so much ride symbol i like it <laughs> it's just it's such a good feeling i don't know why i have this uh thing for ride symbols but i do and it's it's phenomenal that it's in this album so much it's because they have a way of like tying a whole song together, like somehow. Yeah, I think it just feels good. It's just kind of, <laughs> yeah. That was the last thing I wrote about this song. It was I really do like this drum. Yeah, it's the drum. The drums. I'm glad to hear that. It's kind of validating for me, being <laughs> uh, uh, as I was listening through this. I'm like, man, I really enjoy the drums on this track, but I don't know if it's just me. Or if it's gonna come off as like too much or not notable, so uh, I'm glad that there's validation there for me. <laughs> Let me take a drink real quick. Uh, if you want to take us to the next track, Picture Perfect. And this is the one. Is this the other one that might be your? Uh, it's not. Ah oh, shit. It is standout. It is a good track. It is a fun song. I, I mainly thought it because of the vocals. Yeah. Like it's just it's. Kind of like Hobo Johnson-y, but I also got a Dirty Heads vibe from it. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. It, it kind of ditches the surf rock feel of the rest of the album, uh, at least at the 100. beginning, for some more like fuzzy guitars and some more like abstract, not abstract, but some more interesting drum beats and patterns and stuff that maybe doesn't really feel like the rest of the, the album. Lyrically, it's about a picture-perfect girl. Like The song's called Picture Perfect. It's just kind of kind of going back to, to hot uh, about a guy who thinks he's hot shit. This is... Uh, this one's about a girl. This one's about a girl. But it's not necessarily like in a... Uh, I don't want to say not in a negative way because it is, but it's not like she's being snippy about it. She's just saying like, there's a girl that like all the girls want to be, all the boys want to be with. She's perfect. And there's not a whole lot of message that I got from the song. It was just a song about this picture perfect girl. Uh, at the yeah. at the end of the song, they they do this weird salt and pepper thing where she's just going, yeah. Ooh, baby, 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 which I, I thought was it, it was fun. It, it was weird, but uh, it kind of worked, I think. Yeah, I was wondering, like, I was like, do they know what they're doing? And then the music <laughs> kicked in, and I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, yeah, it, it was an homage if you will uh very rocky song i do enjoy the song a lot uh, i don't think it's my favorite on this album uh maybe 
maybe it is. Maybe. It's top three. We'll, we'll say that. Between Pale Skin, Picture Perfect, and then whatever. Rollins. Is that the other one? That is not the other one. Oh, um, shit. I'm so wrong. <laughs> you just guess every song until the end of the album, and you'll be right at least once. <laughs> uh, this song is seemingly about the singer's best friend, or former best friend, maybe, that yeah. has kind of found a new friend group to hang out. The hook of the song is, uh, she's my best friend, but I'm not hers, which is, it's something that's relatable. I think it's interesting that she's having this experience from this side of it, because normally when you th- when you would think about an artist, you know, uh, especially a younger girl, finding fame and fortune in music, right? They would be the ones that would find a different circle of friends and stop caring about their yeah. old friends. But it seems like the opposite is kind of happening. Unless she wrote this kind of third person about herself, uh, perhaps. Or maybe it happened before. It could, absolutely. Like, and, and that's fair. Uh, this was their first album. I'm not sure if they had uh, released other music or if they were... Uh, I mean, I got they were aware that they had a lab, uh, record deal at this point, but yeah. Yeah, I had seen them have like put out some singles in, in 2016. It yeah. Ended up being on this album. Yeah, I'm I'm sure Seashore and uh, yeah, I guess I'm not sure. The Living Human Girl came out. Yeah, I was gonna think that one too. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a cool song. I think it's very relatable, uh, especially. From, yeah, it's definitely the most relatable to me. Yeah, it's because it's again a lot of this album is female empowerment. This song's more gender neutral, I should say. Um, but yeah, every, everyone's had it. a friend that is kind of like fallen out with them and kind of found cooler, better people to hang out with. Uh, Dude, that was all my friends in high school. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm fortunate enough that I'm still friends with most, if not all, of my high school friends, quote unquote. But uh, yeah, it. It happens. Well, aren't you cool? I I am the guy that she's singing about in Hot. I'm <laughs> I'm the coolest guy, and I don't get why the singer for this band won't date me. I'm I'm kind of frustrated, <laughs> honestly. But uh, write her an email. Yeah, a strongly worded email. Uh, going straight out to you, Lydia. Uh, the next track on the album is Ladylike and What a Bitch. Uh, it's kind of a, a wombo combo. Uh, two tracks in one. They're both very short. This is the other short track. It's a minute and 52 seconds. And it actually has two tracks in it, which makes them e- each kind of short. But they're paired. It's all one yeah. track. There are two songs on it. Ladylike is the first half of this uh, song, which is... I guess I can just play a little bit of it just to like get a feel for, for how the flow is. But it's talking kind of about idealisms about what girls should be or what girls should do. Uh, and it's, yeah. Like it's, you ask some older dude, like what's the stereotypical yeah, girl? What's, supposed what's a to woman's be? role? <laughs> and, yeah. and they'll say, I'm going to play just a little bit of this. Uh, just to kind of, it's very like clean vocals, uh, very simple melody that goes into it. Maybe, maybe eh, no, nah, I shouldn't play the whole track to kind of get into it, but we'll, we'll play a little bit here. Be shy, read a book and learn to cook. Be nice, be dumb, clean the floors and wash your pores. 
and it, it kind of goes on for a little bit there and then uh it ends and then it kicks into what a bitch which is because she's not any of those she's not any of those things Boom. she she's not the the picture perfect girl um from from i guess we shouldn't say she's not she doesn't have to be she doesn't have to be it's a very punky there we go punky second half of the song uh i it's a lot of from her perspective what i believe she suspects people say about her they, they, she's yeah. like oh i i heard that girl lydia is such a fucking bitch or she's a feminist she doesn't save her pits like all these negative things that she has either heard or suspects people have said uh, about and them. i think it calls back to whoever she's talking about in hot yeah or jim be. i think that was his name jim we're gonna call him jim Sorry, Jims out there. If not the song, <laughs> yeah, fuck all Jims. All Jims are assholes. Uh, but yeah, it's a very punky. It's it, this. I think is kind of the raw core of what this album is trying to be, and it, it's just expressing that, like, oh, like people are gonna think I'm I'm a certain way. They're gonna think I'm a bitch, but really, I'm a fucking human. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not whatever you think a girl should be. I'm just a fucking person. And there's a fun little and like. Of course, you're gonna be. Like, what a bitch! If you put all these expectations on somebody and they don't, they're not gonna meet them all. Yeah. And if that's your standard of like, okay, this person's good if they meet these criteria, like, of course they're gonna be. Yeah, and that that applies to everyone in the world. I think. Yeah. Uh, no one exactly, is ever gonna yeah. meet those. But yeah, especially in the context of. Uh, ideal quote-unquote women right having having that very uh ladylike quality as expressed in the first half of the the track uh this song is is interesting it's pretty simple musically uh it's it's very upbeat and punky and then it has like the chorus for lack of a better word it's just them kind of like going wow uh which is fine it's catchy and it, it's short, like I said, two minutes for the entire thing. Um, probably 30 seconds. It's a surfy vibe minutes, at the end though. there. Indeed. Comes it's, back. It's, it's a very fun track uh, that kind of, again, I think is, I think, what a bitch anyway, is kind of the core. I mean, I guess the track as a whole is the core of the al- of what the album's trying to get across, and that there are expectations of women that are not founded in anything or shouldn't be uh, expected of them. Hopefully they're going away. Hopefully, indeed. Uh, I think as a society, granted, this album wasn't released super long ago. It was 2017. But I'd like to think that things are getting better and have gotten better over the past three years. Uh, Not that we're there yet. It still very much is a stigma that exists that definitely needs to go away because fuck that. Yeah, because I have a daughter, and uh, whenever she gets to that age, I'm going to be pissed if this shit's still around. Yeah, and it probably will be, unfortunately, to some extent. but uh, It always will be, but we can just try to get better. Yep, that's all anyone can ever do, is try to be better. Um, The last track, and last is taken lightly because there's a hidden bonus track, uh, You Won't Do, which is interesting. So, uh... The song is five and a half minutes. There's a little bit of silence to kind of lead into the bonus track. Um, This is actually probably my favorite track 
just because of the the bonus track. I, I think the bonus song is is possibly my favorite track on the album. Um, I can for, definitely see that. that before I get like into that, track. we'll talk about "You Won't Do" as it is. Um, it's kind of a nice way to to end the album. I think the bonus track does a better way of ending the album, which is probably why they included it. Um, yeah. But the the song seems to be about, at least to me, about the singer talking about her significant other, her partner, her boyfriend behind their back, and then kind of getting found out about it towards the end of the song and, and breaking up with that person. Like she, I can, yeah, I can see that. that. That's what I got out of it. She talks about she. I don't remember if it's specifically in third person. I don't think it is, but it's it's like I think it's first person. She's talking about like talking to her friends and finding finding his weaknesses and finding out all this shit, and then it kind of ends in, yeah. in getting found out, for lack of a better word, which I think is cool because it ties into the hidden bonus track in some way, uh, which is called "Cold" is the the title of the the hidden track. Uh, it's kind of a waltzy guitar track, and it's it's very subdued and calm compared to the rest of the album. It's I guess a breakup song. I think it's related to "You Won't Do" in that this is kind of dealing with the regrets <clears throat> of maybe talking behind your partner's back, right? That yeah. that I drew from fifteen. Uh, so it, it's it's kind of like a a chill, slow uh, waltz that that kind of feels sad, and and uh, it's a breakup song, I guess. Which is I, I think it's a good way to end this album in that this whole album is talking about like, Oh, I want to date you. No, I don't want to date you. Oh, I want to date you. No, I don't want to date you. This kind of back and forth that kind of ends with a breakup saying like, Oh shit. Like I fucked up. Maybe I shouldn't have, have been so like, uh, that way, whatever this, the end, it really made it for me. Because of, like you said, I mean, the first song, I don't like, it's about, oh, well, I like you, I don't. Yeah. Like, the fact that feelings can change, and then the, the ending song is... Yeah, it, it almost, like, the rest of the album yeah. almost glamorizes it, I think, in that, like, oh, yeah, it's a fun, happy song, like, fuck you, haha, I don't want to date you. Uh, and then there's, like, the sappy love songs, like, yeah, awesome, we're gonna date, and we're gonna have so much fun. And this kind of, like, brings it down and makes it more grounded i think more real and that it's not all mania it's 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 kind of the opposite side where it's kind of like a crash uh, that doesn't happen i mean i guess pale skin does a good job of kind of tying it down in the middle of the album but i think conceptually being a breakup song also helps uh kind of f- finish up the album well i'm glad we're on the same page there full album thoughts that that's the end of the album so we're, we're going to go into discussing. Uh, yeah. What did you I'll, think? I'll start since yeah. this was on mine. You know, so we had talked a little bit, maybe at length, about me previously not liking albums by female artists. Indeed. And I have been trying to fix that. It's like there's so many songs on this album that I would have immediately turned off <laughs> like seven or eight years ago. Yeah. And like, a, a little part like of living human. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say a little, a little bit of that is possibly why I suggested this album is because I wanted to see how you would react in your current state to such a like feminine forward album, knowing that musically you haven't really given a lot of that a fair shot 
previously. Yeah. And I'm glad I am now, because, I mean, while it's not an album that I would consistently listen to the whole way through, there's definitely songs on here that I would add to, like, a playlist where all of the songs that I like go. Sure. Like, because there's a few albums that I have to listen to the whole thing all the way through. Yeah. And this, this wouldn't be one of them. I agree. But, like, Hey Now, I Don't Like You, Seashore, Juicebox Baby, Pale Skin, I'd add all those. I'd listen to all those all the time. Yeah, they're, they're good, solid songs. Uh, from my perspective, it was interesting, and I, I don't know if I should have gotten into this before or after, so I put it after, but uh, I heard this album, I bought this album in 2017 on CD, um, and I, I generally only buy CDs for albums that I really enjoy, but I kind of shelved it. Uh, I listened to it, and I enjoyed it for a little bit, and I shelved it, and I didn't think about it. Uh, as much I never came back to it so it kind of got distant in my mind um, which is why I mentioned not remembering certain things like the guitar solos uh, and how fun the drums were um, because I, I kind of forgot I didn't forget that it existed but I forgot what it was I remembered tracks like Seashore for being uh, very feminine forward uh, which is cool I'm glad that that stuck with me, but uh, a lot of it musically, I didn't really respect at the time that I listened to it, I don't think. Um, so after coming back to it and sitting it and giving it a very thorough, good listen, I really enjoy this album a lot more than I thought I did. Um, and again, like you said, I, it's not an album that I think I would uh, play, on, play in full often uh, or ever again, maybe. We'll see if this gets shelved again. But uh, I, I do. There's a lot of good, fun music here, uh, and it's a good message. I think it's worth sharing. I do think I prefer their their second album better, but I don't know if we should go into that on this podcast because I think lyrically or musically there's not as much to discuss. Uh, this album had a bit more noteworthy discussion around it. Uh, but their second album, go check it out. I'm trying to think what it's called. I'll, just, I'll listen to it on my own time. Yeah, I, I recommend you and, and the listener as well. It's called How Do You Love? Uh, so kind of tying in love again. But it's uh, notably less punk, I think, in my experience. It's it's a bit poppier, um, which is also another reason that I didn't want to recommend it before listening to this one. Uh, so maybe someday we'll come back to it, but um, I'm fine if we never do. Uh, overall, for this album... I, I tend to like the chill tracks more than the energetic stuff. Um, but without that high energy stuff, I'm not sure that the lower energy stuff would have had as much of an impact. And it's, yeah, it's I weird. totally agree. It's weird that like generally in punk music, not that this is strictly punk, but in punk music, the lyrics are supposed to have such a punch to it. But I feel like the lower, slower tracks uh, have more of a, an impact on me than the loud upbeat. Uh, punk tracks yeah i feel like that's just in general kind of how i also feel about most music really yeah that's i fair. like the slower stuff yeah, we talked last week we like sad songs yeah. sad music yeah. slow music it's 
It's it's sad story. boys over here. Sad boy. Hashtag sad boys. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a fun album. Uh, it's there's not a lot musically that is groundbreaking, um, but there's there's that feminist tint to it that you wouldn't expect to hear anywhere else in pop music or pop rock kind of a thing. Yeah, uh, at, at least. And not, they don't break ground, but they do it well. Indeed, it, there's a right. lot of fun drums in this album. There's some fun guitar solos. The vocals are great. I think everyone played their part very well. It's well produced. Um, it's it's worth a listen. If you didn't listen to this album with us, uh, check it out sometime. It's it's a fun it's a fun experience. Um, next week on feedback. Loop, oh, next week we are going to be. I guess this coming week. I I always say next week. Next week we'll be discussing the two man yeah. gentleman band. Uh, this is chosen by Joey. Uh, oh yeah. This is this is a Joey thing. Uh, wait, wait. Should we give a little like? Can, what can we expect going into this? How much do you want to share about uh, this album? Do, do I will they... share. It it is two men. Two men. The two man gentleman band. Sure. They got kind of a no no females. A... Just being clear, cutting <laughs> off the regrets. <laughs> no no women in this band. Not not. Not nothing against the women, but they are the two men gentlemen band. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they're kind of like swingy, bluegrassy. They just—they're fun. They write songs about like historical stuff a little bit. Do they have it's, uh, any other albums? Is there just one album? Uh, to, to be clear, oh no, both but, the artist and the album are named the Two Men Gentlemen Band. I almost picked their second album. Which is called Great Calamities. But I think that album is centered around Great Calamities in the past. So it's it's like a theme. Interesting. I feel like this album, their first one, is kind of a better entry point because it's it's more of just their music. Cool. So maybe maybe we can kind of sprinkle some of them in in the future, or at the very least, I'll listen to that album i think you would i think you should uh on my own time um but this is the two men gentlemen band a 2005 album their first album uh i pulled up they have a lot of albums a lot more than i anticipated they they do uh so it's pretty nice this will be this will be fun I, i i think i'm ready for what wikipedia has classified as early jazz american roots western swing uh i think that is exactly the kind of thing that i will enjoy uh, especially because uh, this may be tangenting a little, but swing music tends to have a lot of ride cymbal, so bringing it back. I like ride cymbal, I like swing music. Uh, so we'll see. I'm just going to bite my tongue. <laughs> I, hope there's, I hope that means that there's a lot of swing, uh, or a lot of uh, ride cymbals <laughs> in this. But yeah, uh, next week we'll, we'll, see. T- we'll be discussing... The Two Man Gentleman Band, which could be my my new favorite album. Uh, Hopefully. We'll see. Uh, Until next time, um, you can find us on Facebook. We are Feedback Loop Podcast. Uh, We're Twitter, at FBL Podcast. Instagram, Feedback Loop Podcast. It's all one word. Uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, Feedback Loop Podcast. Just just search those those three words, and you'll find us pretty much everywhere. Uh, We'll be uploading this to youtube 
and SoundCloud and then socials. Uh, obviously, we encourage you guys to uh, interact. Tell us what you thought about yeah. the Regrets album. Participate. Participate. Involve yourself. Uh, communicate. Music is a communal activity. It is, but it's also not a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Playing music is, listening to music is not. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can agree with that. But yeah, so look us up. Feedback Loop Podcast. Uh, I guess if you're hearing this, you already know where we are uh, because it has been uh, dispersed to you or you found it yourself. But uh, yeah. we have socials, so communicate with us and we'll communicate fun. back. Talk to Yeah, recommend albums if, if you guys want uh, and we'll maybe do them because the whole point of this is for us to find new music that we could fall in love with, like the two-man gentleman band and their sexy swing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> until next I'm so time. Excited. Yeah, I'm I'm excited now. I might listen to this album tonight. Um, just do, to kind of do it. It's not that long. Uh, but until next time, uh, we hope that you guys uh, be safe if you're listening to this in trying times such as a virus outbreak, stay inside, a pandemic, stay inside, uh, and more importantly, not more importantly, I'm I'm lying. It's not not not. <laughs> stay in our feedback loop, uh, and we will see you next week. Bye.